Welcome to episode two of the I'm Hip podcast. I'm your host, Sean, with a special guest, Ashley. Ashley, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Hey, everyone. So let's get right into it. Um, This episode, we're going to be talking about the influence of hip hop music within the black community. So um, with everything going on right now in the country, um, I just feel like we need to have more of a dialogue with just the different things that have been plaguing our community for far too long. And it seems like some of us have the necessary conversations, but nothing seems to come from the conversations or it never reaches a large enough, a large platform where more eyes and ears can be aware of some of the things that just have been a negative cloud over the black community for generation after generation. So Ashley, um, where would you like to start? Because there's two sides to the situation. There's the impact that hip hop has on our young, our young black men. And then there's the, the influence that hip-hop has now on our young ladies out here? Hmm. I think we could start with the Black men because I feel like it is not discussed enough. The women is kind of out there. It's kind of very in your face. Um, But the men is, as obvious as it is, is actually more subtle. So I definitely think we can talk about the men. All right. So um, I'll go first. I'll kind of piggyback off of what I said in episode one with just how like a lot of black men are conditioned to a lot of negativity um, and a lot, a lot of toxic behavior from their personal experiences from, and it stems from childhood, from just their neighborhood, their family life, depending on how you know, those aspects of their life uh, are constructed to the music they listen to, the music I grew up listening to as well. Like, um, you hear a lot of promotion of killing one another for different reasons, repping different blocks, different neighborhoods, different buildings, buildings we don't own, blocks we don't own, you know, street corners we don't own, uh, neighborhoods we don't own, or, or as far as like being like in control of how our neighborhood is uh, just run to a certain degree. Um, and disrespecting black women as well. Like for as long as I can remember, um, you know, I'm an 80s baby all I've mostly heard on the radio and then now with streaming where you have the option to kind of, you know, you can pick and choose what you want to listen to. It's still the same nonsense that I've been hearing since I was in middle school, you know, kill this person over this, that, and the third, stab this person over this, that, and the third, beat this person up, you know. And it's just brainwashing a lot of young black men into carrying out these things that most of these rappers 
no longer even live this life that they're portraying or possibly never even did any of these actions before they became a rapper. So what do you what do you think about just the way our music is used against us, specifically when it comes to black men? I definitely agree. I think from, I mean, although we can't understand it from literally from birth, we've been exposed to this type of music that automatically they don't even realize they're being brainwashed. And it doesn't even have to be understanding words. The, the music videos alone tell a story. And it's unfortunate that these misguided souls have this vision in mind that this is what I want to aspire to. And that's literally what they do. Because in the videos, you see these quote unquote rappers that are with multiple women, which kind of reflects on the multiple baby daddy issue, but we'll get to that point later. Um, you have them with guns, which kind of foreshadows all this gun violence that's been happening. So it's literally this seed was already planted even before they could understand what the dialogue meant. And as they get older, they then start to emulate this idea as if it's a good thing because it's deemed popular and society believes that this is the way things should go, or at, at least that's what they make it seem. So... With that being said, if what they're taking in, and I mean, as in the videos and the music and the things that are being said in the music is not properly guided, and now I'm bringing this onto the parents, then they're going to misinterpret what these things mean. And they don't understand, as you mentioned, some of these things these rappers are rapping about, they haven't even done themselves. But they're doing it because it's, it's cool or it's deemed cool. And so unfortunately, they get caught up in the pattern of trying to copy what they see. And instead of getting the hype or the fame that they think they're going to get from it, they get real life. And unfortunately, that has a negative impact, particularly on the Black community. Because the reality of it is those things, you end up dead, you end up in jail, you end up with several kids that you can't take care of. Unfortunately, you end up uneducated because no one really in the rap game that's really being listened to um, or being heard is promoting education. Yeah, so a lot of them don't even finish school. Look at Kanye West who is successful, and I'm not saying that you have to go to school in order to be successful, but he, uh, I don't want to say bragged, but he promoted the idea of college dropout. What exactly is supposed to be exciting about that? We're not giving our future children the gift of broadening their horizon. Going to school is not just to learn a new task or skill is also to help you learn about your history and history is so important and I wish the rap game would talk about not just about their past lives but talk about our history 
Just like how if you take it back to African culture, a lot of their music is talking about the ancestors and what they did and the journeys and hurdles they had to go through to overcome to get to where they are. They talk about their history. And that's one thing that we definitely dropped the ball on. So unfortunately, these Black men are misguided literally from birth. And now because of the type of men that they become, and this is not all, because we have plenty of educated Black men that are, you know, throughout the world, you know, but unfortunately, the smaller percentage compared to those who are uneducated, they, they were outnumbered. Half of them are already locked up and in jail, serving no purpose for us at, at all. So I want to I want to read a quote from KRS that if hip hop has the ability to corrupt young minds it also has the ability to uplift. So I fell victim to this early on like most young black men, you know, I gravitated towards what my friends listened to, what was deemed the popular rapper um but i didn't i didn't gravitate towards wanting to be like them because i had already made up my mind on the different things i wanted to do as i got older and the things that most of these rappers were promoting just wasn't appealing to me even if a lot of the dudes in my neighborhood moved similar to a lot of these rappers and acted out um, some of the actions that a lot of these rappers promoted. I just didn't gravitate towards it. But you just look over time and it seems like we value as a community hearing the promotion of us killing one another more so than us uplifting one another. And I will say the the one of the biggest impacts that Kanye West had, in my opinion, on the rap community and just the black community as a whole when it, when it came to our music is he did at least make it seem like it was okay to not come from a background of being a thug, being a gangster, being a killer, being a drug dealer, being a womanizer, and just being like, I'm just a kid from the inner city that has a passion and a talent for rapping and producing. And I'm going to talk about, you know, different things here and there because he did start off falling in the category of common, most deaf, Talib, The Roots, those rappers that spoke more to the soul and the mind of the young black man versus collecting a check and promoting killing one another, drug use, drug sale, drug sales, um, and just treating black women disrespectful or just women in general, but specifically the running narrative within hip hop for generations has been disrespecting black women left and right. And I will say Kanye kind of changed that narrative because soon after he came into the fold you had Drake come onto the scene. You had Wale come onto the scene. Lupe before them. Uh, you have 
Cole, you have Kendrick. So the narrative has kind of shifted a little bit with more rappers saying, you're not going to use me as a pawn to damage my own people and my own community. I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about. I'm going to talk about uplifting one another. I'm going to give game. I'm going to give knowledge. I'm going to teach as much as possible. And if you don't like it, I'll stay underground. If you don't like it, I'll take my music somewhere else where it's appreciated and it's understood. And I think a lot more people need to move with that in the back of their mind of, I'm not going to be told, like I'm not going to be in a situation where you're going to force me as the label. Again, we don't own a lot of these labels or the a lot of the labels that are run, they don't have people that look like us. You know, we're, we're being controlled and used by mostly white people that have no issue exploiting us and using us to poison our own community for a paycheck. And I think what needs to happen more is more rappers standing up to labels and saying, I'm not going to talk about that. I'm not going to promote that. I'm not going to use this particular word. I'm not going to use, you know, this story or that like I'm not doing that to my own community no money in the world is going to make me condemn the next generation that comes up after me and um, it's just sad because a lot of these rappers are pawns and I would I feel like most of them are aware they're being used and just don't give a fuck. And that and that that's like just shitty to think that you grew up in the same conditions or terrible, you know, conditions. You grew up and possibly listened to a rapper growing up that did the exact same thing that you're doing. And then the cycle keeps just continuing and continuing and it's like some have the nerve to be like, that's terrible what happened in this community or that community, or that's terrible that this person got shot or this person got killed or this person, you know, drug overdose or this per person got arrested, but it's like, but you promote it. So how can you at one end be like, oh man, that's terrible. Like that's, that's crazy. And in the same space be like, yeah, but I talk about that shit. Like, you know, you know, it's just the life I live. Like, if hip hop was used correctly, it would uplift the entire younger generation within our community. And if more rappers were talking about, like you said, pushing the narrative of education, family, church, uh, self-worth, um, entrepreneurship, like Nipsey was pushing, uh, just nothing but posit positive uh, energy and vibes and just giving game, like, versus just being like, I made it out and I want to do for my community, but I got to get this check. I can't ever go back to that life. So this is what they want me to talk about. I'm going to talk about it. If this is what the, the label is saying, I have to talk about this because if not, I'm not going to get signed. 
And it's just sad that so many people are basically selling out for a check and then we'll finger point at some certain situations or, you know, maybe some other people and be like, yeah, what you're doing over there is corny. And I'm like, it's corny to tell children the truth about how the world works or how it's our whole community and just the whole system is a fucking setup and it's a trap and they're brainwashing us here, they're conditioning us here and they're just using us to kill one another. They're using us to hate one another. They're using us to hate our women. They're now using us for, you know, we'll get into this later, the women flipping the narrative and flipping the script on the men and doing exactly what the men have been doing within the culture for generations. Absolutely. I I definitely feel that particularly though and I'm and I'm putting I'm not putting all responsibility on the ones who have made it out of the hood and have become successful and I'm just once again talking about the hip hop industry. But and we've discussed this prior, but for those who did make it and are no longer living that lifestyle, but are still successful, I feel as though they need their voices need to be heard even louder now because it's 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 needed. They need to explain that it's not all about the money. It's not all about the paycheck. It's not all that it's hyped up to be. And prime example, look at Pop Smoke. Didn't even make it to 21. Just made it out the hood. Barely didn't, didn't even have his own home. He was in someone else's home and got killed. All because whatever past mix-up he had going on was never resolved. So that means that whatever past he was dealing with, meaning he was following the same cycle, he just happened to make it big. It literally traveled with him. And unfortunately, he lost his life due to that. And it could, and, and I'm not even saying that those people necessarily had to be his clique, but it's jealousy. And it's the idea that you're not going to do better than me. However, if the narrative was different, if they were, if our young men from a young age were built to love each other and getting that from music, the world could be totally different. So if there were more J. Coles and more Kendrick Lamars and, and whoever else out there really speaking about real life, not about money, not about hoes, not about drugs, because yeah, that's life, but that's not the only part of life. There's so much more. If they would listen more to, and, and we're going to disregard the current entanglements that was happening with Will Smith and Jada, but if we focused on J Will Smith and how he carried himself, his music, he never once cursed. He never once talked about drugs, and yet he was super successful in the music industry. So my point with all of that is it's important what we're feeding our children who then grow up to end up being young men. They need to be properly guided, and they need to hear that life is not what society makes it, it's what you make it. And no, you don't have to sell your soul or your family or your neighborhood or the other people that are influenced by you just for a paycheck. You can make money and still be real. You can still, you can make money and still be cool. 
it doesn't have to be what the music producers or labels are forcing you to do. And I definitely agree. I feel as though big names like Jay-Z, Nas, Kanye included, who seems to be more woke than lately. But anyway, um, if they banded together because they have such influence over the masses, stood together and, and fought the system of no, we're not going to repeat this cycle. We're going to let it end here. We're going to let it end here in our time. That could definitely have a significant impact. And it's important now, especially in this year of 2020, which is literally the year of awakening. It's the year of learning and it's the year of change. Now is literally the time to tap into that because people are home. They're literally watching and they're waiting to hear what is our next move. Even the music, the culture is, is shifting. The atmosphere, look at um, Lil Baby. And he was coming out and he was talking about the political issues that are going on. And it was such a powerful song, you know, and a lot of artists are starting to tap into that. And it's great to see the shift move from all this irrelevant things and into more current events and what's happening now and what do we do now because people are looking for answers they're looking for guidance and now is the time to speak life into them you know it's 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 so needed in our time and i definitely agree that if the men are then built up to carry themselves differently then that in turn as we were supposed to get into will affect the women as well and how they deem women there, there will be less degradation of women and the expectation that a woman is attractive only when she's naked. The, the vision of life would be different, you know, but it's enough of the woods and the shoulda, coulda, and how we can, you know, it's time that we start doing something now. People are listening and it's time people start using the platforms that they have for positive influence now there's so much manipulation everywhere the me the media social media the news everybody is sitting here and spinning different versions of what society wants us to believe but these people who have been through the game who know how it works they're the ones that need to start speaking out because they're the people who will people will actually listen to because they've been there, done that. They can actually say, well, I did what you did. And now I'm not living like that. Jay-Z is a prime example. Jay -Z, when the last time Jay-Z was playing on a block somewhere? That was his past life. And you can see how he has in turn taken that music and distributed it everywhere. Everywhere you could think of, Jay-Z has touched it. If it wasn't music, it, it was clothes, it was liquor, it was different avenues to the point where look at his affiliation with the NFL. So the whole idea is that using their voices, they can spread the idea that there's more to life and there's so much more out there. And maybe they can help give baby steps on how to go about it other than going to the block and, and, and slinging whatever it is that they sell these days. And Jay-Z is a good example because look at the growth of Jay-Z from what he used to talk about when we were growing up to what he's trying to talk about now. Absolutely. T.I. is another example. 
Young Jeezy is another example. Um, it's just important to change the narrative. Like we have so much power as individuals as far as how we can shape and mold the younger generations and just our own community. And hip hop is like, hip hop is the biggest and most popular genre of music there is right now. And it's been that way for, for a while. And then you, you think about just our culture in general, we're number one in a lot of different categories. So J. Cole had a line in one of his songs that speaks volumes to just how we, the trap and the system that a young, a lot of young black men are subjected to. And just, again, just the influence that hip hop could have if it was used more in a positive light. Light. And he said, niggas only have a choice of sell dope, rap, or go to the NBA in that order. And it's that sort of thinking that keeps niggas at the bottom just with no options other than those things. Like, it's The community is one aspect of it. So if, if I'm a young black man, if I if I'm a young black man, you know, growing up and I see nothing but violence in my neighborhood, you know, in my community, I see nothing but dudes disrespecting women left and right, but they have flashy clothes, they have jewelry, they have nice cars. And even though they're disrespecting the women, women somehow some way are still coming by they're still entertaining this guy or this other guy and that's like the only constant image you have in your community that's going to affect you and then you turn on the television and you see that same image that is going to have an impact on you and then you turn on the radio or you you plug up your your iPod or your your iPhone or your Android or whatever device you're using and all the song lyrics you hear are promoting the same thing that you constantly see everywhere else and then to your point you watch the music videos and those visuals are just running running across your screen and running like running across your eyes and then it it infests your brain and your mind, your thoughts and your feelings. And it's like, wow, like if I want the things that they have, money, cars, clothes, and women, this is how I have to be. I look at the dudes in my neighborhood, they're popular. Other, 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 other guys look up to them, women want them. Other dudes want to be them. And then I look on the TV screen and I see the same thing and I turn on the radio or I put in my headphones and I hear the same things. It's being programmed. And to what you said, we're more than just these things that society pushes us towards and we're more than what we tell other young black men to do or how to how to think or how to move it's all programming and there's more there should be more options it shouldn't be 
a little boy in elementary school already has in his head, man, the only way I can get out of this situation is if I shoot someone, if I sell dope, or if I dribble a basketball or throw a football. We have to give them more options. We can't box in our children at all. And to the point you're making, the hip hop community should have a greater sense of responsibility on what they're teaching and what they're promoting to young black men and young black women. The fact that so many black men seem to be okay with disrespecting black women, but we all came from a black woman is disturbing to me. It makes no sense at all because most of these dudes seem to be cool with disrespecting women until someone disrespects a woman they know. And it shouldn't be a situation where I'm cool with disrespecting a woman but if it's someone I have a connection with, I have a relationship with, I have feelings for, or like she's my family or play family or friend or my girl or whatever, that it's like, oh, no, nah, I'm not tolerating that. You're not going to talk to my mama like that. You're not going to talk to my grandmother like that. You're not going to talk to my aunt, my, my, my cousin, my niece, my daughter, my girl. But you'll talk to somebody else's mother like that. You'll talk to somebody else's aunt, somebody else's niece, somebody else's cousin, somebody else's daughter somebody else's girl like that like I don't I don't understand where the disconnect is and it's just sad that the same cycle keeps continuing and it seems to be getting a little better because with the way people are able to put out music now there's a lot of people that don't necessarily need the label to put out their music because there's other platforms that where they can put out their music or the kind of music they want on their own but um even with that changing and that um that option being available now seen a surge in the last couple of years of more young young people promoting the use of drug use you know you have rappers having overdoses you have children overdosing and it's just it's just crazy i i watched a ted talk video of uh i don't know if he's a pastor but um he was uh believe his name is mike and he was talking about just the structure of things of how like again we don't own a lot of these companies uh the people that run these labels the a and r's the ex uh, executives and you know whoever that's in charge they kind of dictate the music well not kind of they dictate the type of music that's being put out here and he gave an example of like someone's manager or maybe even an up-and-coming rapper being like i got a song talking about killing dogs are you interested no i got a song about white people killing other white people are you interested no I got a song about, you know, this, that, and the third. No. Okay. I have a song talking about a young black man trying to kill another black man. Are you interested? Record label. Yes, I'm interested. Okay. I have another song about me as a black man disrespecting black women. Are you interested? Yes. And it shouldn't be that way. You know, to, to the point you've, you made, some things are bigger than a check. 
and it's just funny within our community how quick we are to call one another sellouts when it comes to certain things. But you can argue there's a lot of us that are sellouts because we turn the other way for a check. We know we're doing things that are harmful to our own children, to our own community, to just our future generations. But it's like, man, I got to do something. And I got to do this because this is what I really want to do. But it's like you see the damage that it's causing to our own community, to our own people. But because you want a certain lifestyle or you've always, it's, um, you know, strive to have uh, the money and the cars and being able to travel to wherever you want to go and having flocks of women just come at you. But there's bigger things in life than those things. But sadly, what most rappers don't realize is you are the direct, you are the example of the effect of the hip of of the negativity within hip hop because someone else promoted that nonsense to you and now you're doing it and then you want to talk about real and you want to talk about this that and the third how real is it to talk about killing another black man over some bullshit how real is it to talk about and promote disrespecting black women when you came from a fucking black woman I'm I'm definitely with you on that wholeheartedly. And um you made a lot of great points. Um I definitely want to piggyback off of some of them. Um you were discussing children and I think this is very vital when you mention that in terms of the community, but based on the community, we also have individual families and it is the family's responsibility to make sure to Explore all options, all different categories, topics, subjects to children so that they can be exposed to different aspects of life. And, it, and the prime example of what you said was for them coming up, unfortunately, we have to break this cycle of slinging on the block getting famous rapping or in the music industry or playing a sport. There are so many other avenues in life in terms of careers that is at just at your fingertips. There's medicine, there's judicial lawyers, being a cop, um, being a teacher. There are so many different other things. There's different styles of music. Hip hop is not the only type of music that's out there. And especially if you want them to have a positive influence, you can expose them to other things besides this music or this culture that we continue to deem as negative. So that was definitely uh, a point I wanted to talk about. Um, in regards to our, our Black men, I just feel like they're, they're so misguided and I feel like although hip hop definitely has a strong impact on them, I feel like it's still very much so relatable. And this is the a point that they too, I mean, I can't just put every, I can't put all the responsibility on artists who are already out there. 
we have to also hit them lower. So I feel like these are the times for those who did actually sell drugs or did have to do certain things in order to make it out and get a paycheck, who felt that they needed to sell out their community and their families. They need therapy. They need to talk about these issues that they feel that the only way to understand or feel a brotherhood is to join a gang or to go shoot and kill somebody in order to feel or or understand their pain that people will, will they'll hear them they'll be heard you know or or they'll get another scratch off or another mark of respect because they're out there doing things that society thinks once again is cool they they need to talk to somebody and really get some proper guidance because it can't just be that we're putting all the responsibility although it still plays a major role, but we cannot put all the responsibility on hip hop. Like responsibility literally stems from as soon as that child is born, what are you doing to keep them protected? If you know that hip hop has such an effect on our children, don't have them exposed. Why is it that nowadays you could literally watch a YouTube video or you could see on Instagram that this child is rapping better than I can? a song that I probably may have heard once or twice and they know the words better than me, but they can't spell their ABCs or they can't read or write properly, but they can rap a whole YG song or whoever else is hot out right now. Why is that? That's a problem. That's a a huge problem in itself. That's a problem that I see way too often because as long as I've been working with children, I see that on a daily. I, I know kids that can't tie their shoes, but they can memorize and display every dance move from every challenge or music video and the same with re- reciting lyrics. It's a combination. I'm not just solely placing it on hip hop and I'm not solely bla- uh, placing any type of blame on rappers, but it's a... Um, it's a community aspect. It, it it comes full circle. Parents need to step up and do more. The people in the community need to help people in the community. Everyone has a responsibility. Everyone has a role to play. If all of us play our part and go above and beyond for one another, it helps fix a lot of things. Children, so like what you were saying, like shouldn't be exposed to music that, like you said, is deemed negative at an early age. But sadly, there's too many parents that feel like it's not harmful for their child to listen to this because they feel like they won't pick up anything from that. And that's not true. We're sponges. You expose us to whatever you expose us to, we're going to soak it up. And you're right, that has to change. There has to be more more detailed approach to what we allow our children to be subjected to. On top of therapy needs to be more talked about within our community. And even some of the OGs, some of the people that don't rap, that have actually lived the, the type of life that some of these rappers portray 
can say and have the necessary conversations within their community with some of the you know younger generation of I mean, you can think all this stuff is sweet and you can, you know, act this way and carry out all these things. But like you said, it's going to either lead you dead or in jail. You know, some of some people are lucky enough to maybe avoid those two things. But for most people, those are the options dead or in jail. So it's like. It just needs to be a more hands on approach from all of us to do to do and show the younger generations a better way. There has to I'm be. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I took it from you, but I'm going to pass it right back. So go ahead. No, that's okay. Uh, yeah. No worries in that. But um, I, I just want our Black men to know how important they are and how important their role is in our society. And we need more Martin Luther King's and Malcolm X's to come through and lead the way for us because they, as free as they think we are, as much as they think that we touch money, we don't. We are so behind and we are still so mentally enslaved and we're literally still slaves to fashion, still slaves to money, still slaves to women that they don't see it and it's it's literally time to break those chains let's be slaves to empowering the black community to throwing money back into our community to enriching the the lives of children investing in programs for them so that they don't have to feel like they have to be on the street corner to feel included that they could have after school programs and and outreach programs and resources that they need to help them develop. And since we're talking about hip hop, I, I want the hip hop community to also play heavy hands and that hip hop has been around since before I was born. And it's gonna be around after us. And it's amazing to see its growth and how much it has evolved. And it's amazing to me how many people tap into hip hop. And if it can have such roots and grow as far as it has, then I feel that those roots can definitely penetrate all the lives of the people of the Black community. And if we are promoting and selling the right information, those seeds could then blossom to a whole new culture. And we'll be rapping and singing and talking about a whole different wave. And it could be a whole different new way of life. And I think that idea should be welcomed. People should be hungry for that. Just as they're hungry to be successful, they should want to be hungry to do better, to progress. Because progress is the same thing as success. It's moving us forward in a direction from not being able to have a voice at all. There is such a huge blessing behind being able to speak about your life and speak life into people. And I, I want those people who have those opportunities to really utilize it. Don't waste it on trivial matters that don't matter. Because at the end of the day, when COVID hit, money didn't matter. It didn't matter what car you drove. It didn't matter what color you were. It was gonna hit you regardless. And that's the same way that life goes. Life hits you no matter what you have. 
because you can have it today and you can not have it tomorrow. So at the end of the day, what still lingers is the message you left. And that's what's so vital to our people now is the message and having something to look forward to, having something to work towards the same common goal. We all want to be unified. We want to be together. And this is why it's so important for our black men, because they are supposed to be our leaders and women to come together and lead us in the right direction that we're not killing ourselves, that we're not ending up in music industries and left to, to what? So you have a whole bunch of money and then what? It's literally like you hit a dead end, like you become stagnant, like there's nothing else after that. And the money doesn't fix some of the issues that we're running from. Agreed. It doesn't. Like, to what you're saying, like, we have to... Black men are kings, black women are queens. We have to breathe life and speak knowledge and power into one another. Like I'm piggybacking off of everything you're saying. Like we all have to, no matter what our job is, what our passion is, we have to try our best to impact our community in a positive way, in any way we possibly can. To, to help more of us take off that mental chain that's still on a, a lot of our, our heads so we can have more opportunities and do more and be more and gain some of the some of the you know the freedoms that to the point you made we just don't have. It seems like we have it because some of us are touching money, Cars, clothes, houses, uh, traveling, you know, women, whatever. But there's, there's more. Like, there's a lot more. But if we don't teach one another that, if we don't talk about that, then again, it's the never-ending cycle of the same thing, you know. You can't be happy to make it out, but then promote all the things that happen and not think that some people that are in the exact same position you you once were are not going to act out those same things and be like, all right, he did it and he got out. I guess that's how I have to do it if I want to get out. We have to breathe life into one another. We have to give game and give knowledge. Like that has to be a priority because nobody else is going to, nobody else is, that's not within our community. No one is going to do that for us. No one. It has to be us. We have to look out for one another. We have to be unified. We have to uplift one another. That literally goes straight into our black women. I feel as though in this day and age that we're in, it's like, they've become numb or completely oblivious to how important they are. They are queens. They are mothers, sisters. And I feel as though the focus now is what you look like. 
you're more admired for having big breasts and a big butt than for being smart, graduating, opening your own business. And you could literally see the difference in Instagram. Just look at the number of likes. You can put a woman who is half naked and you can put a woman who just purchased a new house, for example, and the number of likes is totally different. Why are we giving so much respect for these women to degrade themselves, much less even more respect to allow men to degrade them? And it's our own Black men that are doing it. Why is that okay? They wouldn't, they wouldn't want it to happen, as, as you had mentioned earlier, they wouldn't want it happening to anyone that they personally know. So why is it okay to do it to another? We should have the same mentality, like, that's my sister. That's my Black sister right there. And if she's the older, that's my Black mother right there. That's a Black queen right there. I, I don't understand the gap in between that. What changed? Why is it that you feel you can just take advantage just because that person, unfortunately, just as lost as our Black men can be is just as lost as our Black women can be because they literally been sown this seed from birth that in order to be popular, in order to be deemed as great, you have to be naked. You don't have to be... You don't have to be half naked to be valued. You don't have to be half naked to be appreciated. You don't have to be half naked to be respected to everything you're saying. Like, it shouldn't have to be that way, and it's not that way. But sadly, our community and society has structured everything to make it seem like you have to do these things. You have to be this way. You have to come off this way. You have to display, put yourself on display like this to be respected, to be loved. And it's just sad. Like, all of this is sad because it, it, sh it shouldn't have to be this way and it doesn't have to be this way. And I don't know how, like, how do we fix this? You have any like ideas on because, like you said, <laughs> a lot of it comes from black men putting the the energy behind those likes and those comments that give a sense of all right, I'm doing something right, so I got to keep this up. And let's not get it twisted either because there's also women promote like supporting this as well. But then they wouldn't do it themselves, but they're supporting it and then talking shit about some of the women that are doing this instead of, again, kicking knowledge, kicking game, being like pulling pulling the young lady to the side, messaging her privately, being like, hey, you don't have to do that. I understand it's your body, it's your right, but you have to think about big picture 
is this what you really want? And in return, is this how you would want your daughter to move on social media? Your, uh, your nieces, your cousins, like, there's just too many negative cycles within our community that sadly we're all contributing to the negativity. This, you know what, when you said that, it really, it really drove a point home because as negative as I can say that it is, is the same way that I would see a music video of maybe someone who we actually know or are familiar with and be like, oh, she looks nice. Knowing, A, she got a bikini that's probably smaller than a nickel and she definitely got her body done. And yet, in, I'm still saying she looks nice, even though she could have looked nice without all of that. She could have looked nice in a nice shirt and pants. And for the person, whether it's adult, child, or, you know, whomever, that is around, and this, and this is literally how the cycle continues, as we're hyping up that person and, and giving them compliments and we're still enslaved in that moment. Why did, why did I think in that moment that that was okay? Even though in a blink of an eye, I could still jump and be negative and say, well, why she, why she have to do all of that? It's, it's literally like we're so conditioned to believing that what we see and what's what's the new trend is okay and it's really not because it stems down to deep rooted body image issues look at the difference for um i can't remember her name right now it's drawing me a blank she was with rob kardashian I can't think of her name. Um, Black China. Black China. If you look at her before pictures, the girl was beautiful. She was a waitress. She looked, she, she was beautiful, at least to me, she was beautiful. And maybe she didn't feel like she was. And I wish that there was somebody who could have spoke life into her that she didn't have to go and get all that work done. It was so unnecessary. And now she looks nothing like what she used to look like before. Honestly, if we're going to go there, she, she looked she look crazy. And then on top of it, knowing that she has body issues, she continues to still go out and promote it. Because right after she had her last child, Rob Kardashian paid for her body to get done again. Right after birth. And I'm just like, but why, baby girl, like, why is that okay for you? You, who are you putting on for? Are you putting on for us, the viewers? We're not sleeping with you. We're not laying in the bed with you. We're not holding your hand when you're going through whatever you're going through. Like, you do not have to get your body done to please us. Please yourself. Be happy with who you are. If you want to fix it, go to the gym. I'm not knocking people for who get their body done. If you truly feel like this is something you need to do for you, then do it. I'm not here to knock it. But if you're doing it for, for, for what society says is deemed beautiful, yeah, then that's who what's the sad. Fuck? Yeah, That's what's sad. A lot of us need to stop trying to 
be appealing to society because 2020 is a perfect example and instagram is a great example society is nasty as fuck it's all over the place there's nothing but toxic energy everywhere you look so to piggyback off what you're saying it starts with you feel good about yourself love yourself and do do shit for yourself not for another dude not for a woman not for society, friends, for clout, for, you know, clicks and comments and DMs to up your followers, like, the promotion, again, we just have so many, we have so much power within our voices and within our actions that if we were just, if we were all trying to promote more positivity and just more self-love and just Again, knowledge and respect and um, self-worth and just valuing what you bring to the table because everyone brings something to the table. Please never let society make you feel or think like you're not important, you don't matter, and that you don't have something to bring to the table. Everyone does. Everyone does. This is true. Like everyone has something to bring to the table. And I honestly believe like those same core values that you just mentioned is is what I now lay on the responsibility of hip hop. Hip hop needs to talk about those things more. Talk about love. Talk about family. Talking about being happy with oneself. Talking about um, spreading knowledge like those things need to be just as fly as the latest drop, as the latest diamond, as the latest wig, whatever the new clout is, those core values need to be just as powerful. Those are the things that I want to hear my my four or five-year-old rapping about. And I'm telling you, it will have such a lasting impact. And with all the things that we've discussed from parenting to education, even the school systems are failing us, unfortunately. We're not getting our history. Knowing where we come from, we, we lack foundation. So with that, half the time, I honestly feel like rappers just don't know what to say. And they're literally just being given information and that's what's coming out as opposed to using that platform to talk about who they really are, where your family really come from. What are their values? We, we have to do a better job to piggyback off of what you, what you just said. Like no one's looking out for us. So we have to look out for ourselves. We have to look out for each other, our community, because if we promoted the right things, so much within our community would change drastically if there was constant images of, like you said, instead of women being half naked in videos, she's in a business suit on her way to a business meeting. He's uh, a young man is on their way to a business meeting to um, 
a rally to a protest to a just anything positive, anything other than what they want us to talk about. Because it's just a never ending vicious cycle of negativity and just poison. And we're just constantly talking about things that don't hurt anybody else, but us within our community. And that narrative, we have enough power to change that narrative and just apply pressure and be like, nah, we're not doing this anymore. We're not talking about these things anymore. We're not moving like this anymore. Like, I got kids, you got kids. I got nieces and nephews. You got same thing, you got cousins. Like, and even if you don't, I can't let some other young person fall victim to the same trap that almost swallowed me whole. It's like, we, we have to try and just change the narratives that are going on out here because we're not making it, a lot of us. Like we have too many enemies outside of our community that we can't be killing off one another through our music. I agree. I think I think we've come too far with our music because we have to think of the times of what was on the movie um, Straight Outta Compton and mm-hmm. the barriers that they had to overcome just to be heard, just to talk about what life is like in their community, in their society, in their part of town. You know, we've come too far to allow our true voices to be distorted just for record deals and sales and money. It's important that we keep the true dialogue accurate to what we're really dealing with so that it can be beneficial and be fruitful for the people that's listening to it, especially their own kind. It's it's unfortunate that we don't, most of us don't know our real historical background, so they can't really identify who they are. It's enough that we are so diverse as a people. We are light, dark, brown, yellow. We're so many different colors. We're mixed with so many different backgrounds included that it makes us so hard for us to come together as one. Even if you look at at Africa, they look at us like, who are you? Because we don't recognize y'all, you know? And it's so important for us to continue to guide ourselves that we can build up our community and be stronger. Hip-hop music is ours, and we need to continue to keep it that way. We need to keep it authentic. It's no longer should be important about how much money you made off that record. How many lives did you touch about what you said? That should be the goal. We all have to think about our impact. And the goal should be, I came into this world however I came into this world. I had whatever challenges and experiences that I had. Now, how am I going to leave this world better for the next generation? That's the biggest reason I chose to work with children. 
I actually wanted not necessarily to be a rapper, but I wanted to get in the music industry to some degree in radio. But I was just more drawn to doing something I knew that would impact someone in a positive way. A situation where I knew I would have enough control and enough say so to be like, I can tell this young person this and know that I at least got through to one person. And we just have to make a conscious effort to leave this world better than how we found it. You know, there's so much more to life than money. Because again, you can't take none of this shit with you when, when you leave, none of it at all. And when you're gone, no one's gonna be fucking talking about the money you made. They're gonna be talking about your impact. We look at Jay-Z's career and we've seen the transformation generation after generation. And we're seeing the impact and his, his imprint all over the game. You look at Nas, same thing. I think the most important thing is that they get it, that it's bigger than us. It's bigger than just one person. The idea is that it's about all of us and everything that you do impacts the next person, whether it's your family, whether it's your neighbor, whether it's the person in the whole other country. The whole idea is that it's bigger than us. And once we are finally able to see that your brother is not your enemy, your sister is not your enemy, that we're all together, we're a family. And if we can continue to grow together and shed light and share that light with everyone and share that wealth with everyone and share that knowledge with everyone instead of being selfish and becoming a multimillionaire, making your dollars off of people and not even giving back to the community. What, what are you doing? You're not, you're not doing anything. And that applies to everyone. And being rich does not mean that you cannot share wealth and share knowledge. Any Your voice alone is a platform. So therefore, anything that you say that is useful for the benefit of the people is sharing. And I think that is so vital that people are aware of that. It's bigger than your problems. It's bigger than what you went through. Nine times out of 10, somebody went through the same thing as you. So what are we doing together? To change that. Yeah. It's that simple. You know, we just have to make as a whole, all of us, myself included, have to constantly bring us closer together because they want us divided they want us all over the they want they want us all over the place they don't want us unified and we're helping them carry out what they want us to do and we can't be controlled like that we're too smart we're too powerful we're too great to be pawns in a bigger picture and it's been going on for far too long. Like, who cares about the money you have 
when people are out here dying left and right? Who cares about the money you have when people can't pay their rent? Again, you can't take none of that shit with you when you leave this place. None of it. So instead of being focused and let's not just focus on the rap game. Let's just speak to being a human being. Like we have to care about one another more. It can't just be I'm straight, my peoples is straight, you know, my family, my friends, the people I, I fuck with are straight. But them over there, I don't know them. Nah, fuck them. Like they gotta figure that shit out on their own. Can't do shit like that. Can't have that mentality. It has to be we try and reach as many people as we can. We try and help as many people as we can. I think that's where the change is going to start. When it's it's about everybody so that everybody can eat and nobody gets left behind. When everybody can win. Absolutely. Half, 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 these ra- half these rappers preach that. So practice what you preach. If there's enough money out here for everyone, if there's enough knowledge, enough this, that, and the third, then... Let's get to it. Let's uplift one another and let's help each other all get on the same level. Because, no, again, no one else outside of our community is going to fucking do it for us. So we have to do it ourselves. My bad. I think I stole the ball from you again. No, you did not. No, no. You're right on point. Right on point. It's enlightening having these discussions about these topics that usually make people feel uncomfortable because it's just like, well, what's wrong with the way I live? That's that in itself, that statement right there is the problem. And there's so much that has to be done to unlearn these things we deem as normal and change that so that the outcome for his life and her life Mm-hmm. can be different from what these people are sitting here rapping about. Like, why is it your objective to live the life they lived? They're, tr- they're trying to get out. They don't, they're, ne- they're not necessarily saying, go do what I did. They're letting you know, this is the hell I went through to get to where I'm at. So let's sprinkle proper information to guide these children who are feeding off of this music is literally like air to them. And, and it, it amazes me because I know I'm, I must have went through my time when I was heavy into hip hop and music and that type of culture, completely oblivious to how it would make me look or the behavior that I was um, portraying or the places that I would be, you know, I we have to think back and look at the little ones that are coming up. We we got to end this cycle and we got to do it now, not tomorrow, not next year. We have to do it now because we're losing too many of us. Too many people are dying at the hands of this so-called lifestyle. It, it has to change and it has to change now. And the whole idea that we can all win is it has to be, 
It literally has to be spoken just like you speak your ABCs. That seed has to be planted literally as they continue to develop when they're in public school. Remind them you're going to be great and you can put your mind to do whatever it is that you want to do. And encourage our, our children to be um, skilled and versatile. Don't just teach them about sports. Teach them about agriculture. Teach them about finances. Because, you know, a, a big portion of the time is these people who are looking to get out, they're dealing with poverty. They're dealing with not having money, struggling. Struggling seems to be a, a big issue. And getting out and being famous seems to be the the win out of it. And it's just like, if we can teach our children how to be financially literate, maybe they don't have to go through that. Maybe they won't, uh, another issue of struggling won't have to be about finances and they won't feel the need to go hard and lose who they are just for a paycheck. It's these little seeds that we literally have to start planting early and we can't just only think about the children as important as they are. We have to think about the adults who are out there doing what we don't want happening right now. We have to target them as well. And, and we, put, we have to put responsibility on the OGs who've been out there to target those people because they're the only ones who they'd actually listen to. They don't want to hear from somebody who's never been where they've been gone through what they've gone through or and have never become somebody they want somebody they can relate to who can understand the pain that they feel and we need those people to talk the people that are out there killing themselves off this ledge this is not the only way there is a whole there's there's so many other ways we have to stop allowing society to paint the final picture for us we can create it. We can create our own picture. We can create a whole new world, a whole new vision. And if people are really down for this change, if they're really down for this idea that Black lives really matter, then we need to start doing it. We need to start talking about it more. And the more the same thing that we do in terms of talking and carrying out that energy, we need to have more action. So if you see that somebody is doing something that's not right, check them. You don't have to do it in an aggressive manner and you don't have to put your life on the line for it either, but talk to them. Encourage them and, and give them resources. Don't just fall for the hype that, oh, that was cool. Yeah, he just shot somebody. That was cool. It's not cool because if it was you or your family member or somebody you know or one of your friends, then it's a problem. Then it leads to more war on war and retaliation. And it's just not, it, it's not helping for our community at this time. We need our, our brothers and our sisters to be strong, to be powerful, to combat the true enemy that's really out there that's killing us. Well said. We just, we have to do better. We have, like... All hands on deck. We have to keep speaking life in, into our, our young brothers and sisters. We have to 
not confine our younger generation to what they want us to gravitate towards. We are capable of multiple things, but if we don't give these children options, if we don't give these young adults and adults these options, if we don't show them a better way or a different way, then this is all they know. And it's, the cycle is going to keep repeating itself to the point you made, like if such and such doesn't attack, jump, stab, rob, kill someone, there's no reason for their people to retaliate and do harm to you. There's more to life than just the things we've been conditioned, uh, conditioned to. But it starts with us. No one's going to come and save us. We have to save ourselves. We have to care about one another, whether we know each other or not. Because during this pandemic, we're now seeing babies being killed over bullshit. We're seeing fathers being shot as they're crossing the street with their baby girl. We're seeing 11-year-olds who have aspirations of being a football star or possibly something else being taken too soon. This, this shouldn't be life for us. It shouldn't be this way. So the question is, what the fuck are we going to do about it? Because again, we have to do something about it. No one gives a fuck about us doing this towards each other. We have to give a fuck. We can't be out here protesting and posting and reposting talking about Black Lives Matter when we're quick to pull the trigger on a black life. We're, we're quick to rob a black life. We're, we're quick to stab or jump a black life. We're quick to disrespect a black life. It starts with us. It's going to end with us. We have to do better. It's vital to us as a people. We have to do better. Every day, putting in that same energy for the same goal until change happens. And we change, can't let up. Change is happening. Let's not let's not give ourselves some credit though. Change is happening. However, if we continue to go backwards, then it's completely um, erasing the whole premise of our purpose. So therefore, it doesn't make sense, as you said, for us to be protesting and posting about Black Lives Matter and then undoing that by us killing ourselves, it, 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 it literally defeats the whole point. We have to move together as a unit. No one's left behind. There is no beef that is so big that you have to kill your brother. Same thing for the sisters or stab or jump or kill. What happened to the days when we could sit down and talk about things as grown adults? If you have a problem, talk about it. We need to start communicating. 
And we also need to start identifying and acknowledging triggers. That's a trigger for you. You need to, you need to go and get the help that you need. You need to go and talk about it to someone, a therapist, talk to your friends, talk to somebody that can give you wisdom and, and drop seeds and knowledge for you. Because picking up a gun, picking up a knife, taking unnecessary lives in the line of fire just so that you could hurt the person that you felt hurt you is not helping anybody. Yeah, um, I'm going to piggyback off that. Uh, in, the re in one of the recent songs that J. Cole put out, he talked about how there's a suicide hotline and there's different organizations that help with su suicide prevention. But what about a fucking homicide? I need a, a number for my niggas to dial when they feel like triggers are going to be involved. You brought up therapy earlier. We as the Black community need to speak more about therapy. Because most of us, shit, damn near all of us need it. Because it's hard out here. Life is hard out here. Especially hard for us out here. So if we're aware of that and we're conditioned, again, conditioned to it being okay to talk through our problems versus the other routes that we're taking, then a lot of this senseless bullshit can be, it can be, um, it can be solved because instead of us killing one another, fighting one another, stabbing, robbing, whatever, we sit down and talk about things. You brought up OGs. There needs to be more people that have been there and done that, speaking to the ones that are getting caught up in this certain lifestyle. There needs to be the way we're, we're pushing children to be athletes and rappers and singers and dancers and uh, drug dealers. We need more community leaders that will be like, this is a place for you to come to when you feel like you can't resolve your problems. Let's sit down and talk about it. Like grown men, grown women. Let's not leave this place until we figure out a solution to this problem. Church used to be that for a lot of us. And it seems like whether it's some of us aren't going anymore or it's, it's like the message is getting lost or just people are tuning that out. People don't want to so, hear about church. I, and I don't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. But and it's, and it's so heavy out there in the music. And I don't know why, but this, this verse literally popped up to me. And it's a song that I actually like by 50 Cent. I'm the man. And literally in the beginning, he says, the preacher man come around talking, but I don't want to hear you keep walking or something like that. I'll probably jack that up, but excuse me on that. But that right there is already sowing a seed. What is wrong about what the preacher has to say? What is wrong about speaking from the Bible? What is wrong with talking about doing good? Is it the act of being disciplined? Is it the act of not doing things that society says is normal? Why is, why is that so uncool? 
when it comes to hip hop. That, that was a very valid point that you brought up. Very, very valid point. Because if a lot of people tapped into that spiritual aspect for those who do have a spiritual life, why are we not tapping into that? Look at a Reverend Al Sharpton who's out there more than I could think of anybody who is trying to plead our cause and speak life into people. And he's been doing this for umpteen years. Like that's an example of somebody who's really out there trying to make change. What is wrong with him? Absolutely nothing. It's literally the fear of not being able to do what you want when you want to. That is the problem. And that once we can see that that is a real deep-rooted problem, people can start to change. So no, just because you're mad doesn't mean you can just pick up a gun because you felt like it. No, you cannot take that life. That life does not belong to you. It's, it's little things like that that if people really had the proper foundation and if we're going to go that route spiritually, they would move so differently. Their, their mindset would be different. The value and the worth of a human life would be so penetrable that you wouldn't even want to harm a, a hair on that person's head. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing. It's normal to be angry. We're human. Hurt is normal. And as, and as long as you are able to identify that, that's the problem right there. People are not identifying it and they're masking it as other things. And instead of solving the problem, you're taking the problem into your own hands and you're causing bigger problems. And then those bigger problems come back and nine times out of 10, once I said before, you're either in jail or you're dead. And how, how exactly are you solving the problem now with that? And then with that, you just ended two lives. Because you pull that trigger, you commit that crime, that assault, we know, whatever, or that get back, that person's life that you come at, their life is gone, but then your life is gone as well. We have to condition ourselves at an early age, our community at an early age, all the prop. we have to equip everyone with the proper tools problem solving needs to be talked about more expressing your thoughts and feelings need to be talked about more we have we have the tools we have the um the knowledge you know the information we just got to carry out all these things like, it can't be half-assed. It has to be, all again, all hands on deck. It has to be consistent, consistent. The way we've been brainwashed and taught violence in this country by somebody else, we need to be unlearning all that bullshit that someone else taught us and feeding life, knowledge, and power back into ourselves, back into our community. We have to give our community other alternatives other than the alternatives that society and this country has provided for us.
that's all I got, man, for right now, anyway. <laughs> I'm with you on that. <laughs> I'm we're gonna we're gonna now. we're gonna have to get we're gonna get to the city girl aspect later down the road, but um we just gotta look out for each other. We gotta look we got we gotta think about more than just ourselves because again, nobody's gonna do it for us. They want this. And we're just being used to carry out the actions that they want us to do towards each other. And we just have to stop doing that. We can't be pawns anymore. Right. It's time we start playing our true roles, kings and queens, like we've always been. Let's show the younger generation a better way, man. That's the, that's the least we can do. Well, Ashley, I appreciate you being a part of a part of this episode. I um, thank you for having me. Uh, you uh, you killed shit. I appreciate that. Um, I appreciate all the love and support that I've been getting from uh, the listeners. I'm hearing the feedback, and keep it coming. Uh, I'm gonna keep pushing this narrative of unity and just how we can help impact and make our community better because we just need that. We need, we need more positivity within the black community because again, no one's going to come and save us. We got to do it ourselves. And everyone has a part to play a role. Everyone has a voice. Everyone has power. Everyone has value. So let's start using the gifts that God gave us. And let's make change. It's that simple. Ashley, any last words? Um, I would definitely say just don't forget the goal is to bring up, support each other, and make sure that the Black community is inspired, empowered, and motivated, motivated, excuse me, of themselves. We have to continue to do that. And we can't lose what we fought so hard for. We got to make our ancestors proud. So let's start doing that today. This has been the I, the I'm Hip podcast, and I'll catch you on the next episode.